Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Hi. Um, We are actually following up on a reader-submitted question. Uh, This Mm -hmm. woman wrote in to us, and it's the holiday season, so she's feeling particularly lonely. But basically, uh, to kind of sum it up, her and her husband don't have the greatest of relationships with either of their parents. And uh, she said in the letter that they have um, basically been alienated, not just from the parents, but also from some of their siblings as well. And, um, you know, they've made efforts in the past, uh, but, you know, things just don't seem to be working out very well. And uh, they're they're really feeling lonely and they're wondering, should they cut ties? Uh, What exactly should they do to kind of move forward uh, with with their families? Um, And so we're going to kind of dig into this a little bit. Um, Now, there seems to, you know, this seems to go through their entire adulthood, as I mentioned. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you know when it's the right time to cut ties or is there ever a right time to cut ties with your family? Mm. Well, the way I look at it is that, you know, given the letter, they're, they're... basically is a non-receptivity to this couple. Um, and, and that feels really lousy. And they've made all sorts of efforts on their part, but nobody is really returning their uh, gestures, um, which, of course, makes one feel really bad and unappreciated. And what I was basically suggesting in my response to her is that, you know, you can't force a relationship. But to me, that's different than cutting ties. The Uh only time I recommend cutting ties is when the relationship is really toxic, when there's been abuse, when somebody has really done something that is is really very, very hurtful to you. Um, And although this is certainly very hurtful, I don't consider this cutting ties. Now, you know, if there's been real... um, horrible things said and there's been abuse then i do think you have to protect yourself and cut ties but it's very difficult it's a very difficult step to take um it comes with a lot of consequence even though you're protecting yourself so that's pretty much my rule of thumb that you don't do that unless you're protecting yourself but on the other hand i don't know that this couple should keep pursuing and putting themselves out there only to be rejected. Sure, okay. You know, for, you know, just speaking in generalities and not specifically to this couple, if, a, if the relationship is repairable generally, mm-hmm. uh, what would be a good first step to begin that reconciliation process? Uh, is I'm assuming there's some sort of communication thing that needs to happen? Well, again, you know, let's look at, at the two different types of situation. Um, if it's been a matter of where there hasn't been something very destructive that has taken place, then what could happen is 
this couple or any other couple could still periodically, let's say, if they hear that somebody um, has had a, a, a baby in the family, could send um, a token gift. You know, don't really put yourself out there because you don't want to be slapped down. But send, you know, a small gift or just a note. So at least that way you're always keeping the lines of communication open. Okay. Or send a holiday card. On the other hand, if there has really been something very definitive, then yes, um, you would want to make an attempt to open the lines of communication and say something along the lines of, look, I'm sure we're both hurt, and I'm sure we each have um, our perspective on this. Perhaps, you know, we can try to understand each other. Uh, Would it be possible to try to talk about this? Okay. You know, again, understanding what I just said, that, you know, each person is going to feel that from their side of it, there's there's hurt, and each party wants to be understood. Sure. And in the article that you wrote that uh, answers the reader question, you offered several recommendations for our couple who wrote in um, to help kind of fill the void because it didn't seem that their families were going to be receptive to some yeah. of the things, to, to, at least to their past attempts. Um, and so can you share a few of those ideas to kind of fill that lonely void that this couple is um, feeling for the listeners? Uh, yeah, one of the suggestions I made was that a lot of people um, find it very satisfying if they help other people. Um, so, especially at holiday times, going to a soup kitchen and helping to uh, give out the food um, might be something that would make people feel really good. Um, the couple, I think, said something about, you know, you can't invent a family. Well, I don't know if that's totally true. Uh, because just like they feel they don't have an older generation, many older folks don't feel that they have um, younger generation. For some reason, the younger generation doesn't want to have anything to do with them. So if you go over to some of the assisted living facilities and help with some of the activities, you can adopt older uh, parents as such. So those are a couple of the ideas. And of course, you can always join into activities where you can start to make new friends and uh, create uh, a new social network for yourself. Okay. One of the things that you didn't mention in your article were using some of the new tools available, such as social networking, like Facebook and Twitter and mm. things. Uh, would you right. Would, right, uh, would, would you recommend um, people try those to reach out virtually? And can you get that same sort of satisfaction uh, with online friendships if they stay online? Because, you know, a lot of times these do materialize into in-person relationships, but what happens if you know, is it just as, satisfac- um, just as satisfying if this relationship stays strictly online? Well, you know, I, I, I think it's a good idea. I'm, I'm in, sorry I didn't think of it myself, um, especially with Facebook. If there were friends that you had in high school or college, uh, Facebook certainly gives you the ability to get back in touch with people and certainly can start online. And, and who knows, you know, maybe there is some visitation that can take place um, and online can end up also being phone calls and such. Social support and in this world of technology, 
um, you know, Skyping and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, can end up, yes, being very supportive. And I, and I think it's a great idea. I mm-hmm. really do. Okay. And with the holidays quickly approaching, as, as we continue to mention, like it's not bearing down on us right now, uh, do you have any advice for couples listening who have strained relationships and they're trying to hold things together, um, be, you know, what they can do before they find themselves alone? Yeah, you know, I like that question, Steve. Um, so much of, of what happens in life is your perspective and your attitude. And I think that as humans, we all tend to be vulnerable and get hurt, but we can rise above that. So nobody's going to be perfect, and people are going to get on our nerves and things like that. But I think that if we can look at people and look at them as the whole person, as opposed to some of their imperfections, it will help us to not get as grabbed so easily. Um, You know, sometimes when bad things happen, and I get very upset by them, um, I'm talking, you know, really catastrophic things. I say to myself, okay, what was the purpose of this? And I don't know, maybe it's just to make myself better. I always end up saying, okay, it's to remind me to remember that the small things in life really shouldn't get me down. Um, And so as I approach the holiday season, and I'm going to be with lots of different personalities and such, Mm -hmm. I try to look at the whole of things and and not get so bothered by people's idiosyncrasies. And it it just makes things a lot more pleasant. Um, You know, I think it helps to pull us all together. And I think you mentioned um, a long time ago in one of the articles that you did, too, about um, particularly when you're visiting with family, uh, making sure you have some some of your alone time uh, mm-hmm. so that you're not just engulfed and in, in constantly keeping up your guard or, or fighting with in-laws yes. or something along yes. those lines. Yeah. But again, you know, I think that especially when you're with families, a lot of your old issues can get triggered. Sure. Um, and, and basically, if you realize that um, these are things from your past, and you're not a child anymore, you're an adult, and just sort of step back out of the whole situation and observe it more from, you know, like seeing the forest as opposed to just the little trees, yeah. and just know it's a, it's a day that's going to pass, and, and try to just see the the whole gestalt of it, you know, the whole picture of it, it might make it a lot easier to swallow and just sort of try to find the humor in some of these things. Okay. Okay, that sounds uh, that sounds great, and um, I I think this is a lot of really great information. And I hope the couple who uh, wrote in is listening and have uh, read the article. I, I believe we sent them um, the link to the article, so uh, this will be just a little bit more information for them. And hopefully, this also helps out those couples who find themselves in a similar situation or are you know, maybe teetering on a situation very similar. So thank you. Yeah. So thank you once again, Karen. I really appreciate your time. Pleasure to be with you, Steve, like always. And everybody listening, you are listening to Dr. Karen Sherman. She is a practicing psychologist and relationship and lifestyle issues for over 20 years. Uh, She offers teleseminars and is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. And is also the author, I'm sorry, co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. Uh, You can sign up for her free newsletter um, on her website, choicerelationships.com. You can also find more information at 
drkarensherman.com. And of course, you can read her articles on hitchedmag.com. So, oh, I should also mention that if, uh, you know, if Facebook and Twitter aren't your things, maybe you can give a peek at the uh, Married Life Network. That's a, another social network that you might find uh, a place to fill some of your void. So uh, thanks once again, Karen. You too, Steve, and happy holidays. Thank all. you. You too. And okay, uh, to everybody else out there. Bye, everybody. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.